Welcome to the No Palabras podcast. I am Yahanetsi. I'm Maria Jose. And I am Evelyn, where we center texts by BIPOC writers and creators. Join us as we indulge over our love of books, hold each other accountable to unlearning, and talk shit about things that matter to us. And should matter to you. Hello, welcome to the No Palabras podcast. I know it's been a minute um, since we haven't recorded um grad school is hard y'all life um, <laughs> life is hard adulting is hard <laughs> um therefore uh that's why we haven't been recording as much so yeah that's very gross <laughs> but we're still here we still care about making uh episodes for y'all like just because we've been on a little taking our little time doesn't mean that we don't care about this it's just life be yeah. hard Mm-hmm. very mm-hmm. hard <laughs> recordings yes. are mainly for us anyways no I'm facts but also <laughs> true facts. yeah yes that is true but yes how has how has everybody been doing i know we have a lot of achievement to go through on top of a room mm-hmm. but you know it's okay we're gonna take our time with it it'll be fine yeah yep. yeah who wants to <laughs> Are their cheese? Uh, I have work cheese, and I have grad school cheese. Ooh, so they're both exciting. No, Let's start with the work one. <laughs> mm. So my work, and I feel like some of my work peeps listen to this, so okay. it, it'll be fine. Um, be cool, don't snitch. Be quiet, mind your business. If you if you are a coworker, <laughs> or you will get jumped behind the McDonald's. <laughs> Don't condone violence. Evelyn's like, no, not that. Not <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, fine. Whatever. <laughs> so there's been work trauma. Um, we had this. Um, it's it's like literally months of like this like tension at work because. This one person who used to work there um, is was a woman of color that used to work there was essentially pushed out like it happens <clears throat> a lot in nonprofits. Um, so anyways, it's been drama filled. Um, people were pretty upset about it, like the way that it happened. And um, so we decided to have these like biased discussions to like discuss, you know, our implicit bias and all that stuff. Um, anyways, didn't go well. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So we had for we had two bias discussions, and like most people were like just kind of tiptoeing around like the issue. Um, and then our third one, well, it technically wasn't like a formal one, but it was kind of mm. like, oh, let's debrief after our two bias dis- discussion <laughs> no it was kind of like let's debrief and then like it shit hit the fan and like I literally like called people out and were like this is fucked up like the way that this happened I'm really upset by it and then like people were like oh yeah me too most of my coworkers were like yeah me too and like it was fucked up and um I mean the whole environment at that time was like just it was like we were coming back from pandemic so there's a lot of factors that does not excuse like 
the behavior though, which is kind of what I said. Um, anyways, the two people on at my work that were causing the most harm or caused the most harm, um, obviously were pretty defensive about it. Um, <laughs> yeah, not surprised at all. <laughs> you can see oh, yeah, Nancy's face. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, but yeah, so was not a surprise. One of them um started attacking our ED and it was a mess. <laughs> um attacking them how or the attacking them how? Well, my ED is also one of a woman of color and um they like mm-hmm. um undermine her a lot. Um so this person was like, well, um like bringing up things like from like five years ago Uh that like she was upset about and I'm like okay but what does that have to do with like you being racist and like like what is that like what like why are you bringing this up and why people always bring up the receipts when you call them a racist they're like but you did this (laughs) right and it's just like okay and then um my other so that was a whole thing and then they like had to leave for an appointment so they Mm. locked it whatever and then um uh my other coworker, who was also the person who um was like the direct supervisor of this um woman of color that left our organization essentially uh, was pushed out um was like well I think that there needs to be more context to this. Um, to the racism? To the- <laughs> so it's like, what? I- what? Because, like, we talked about specific examples of, like, we saw this, that, like, people were bringing up, like, specific things. And then she was like, well, I feel like I need to put these into context. And, like, she's not the only, sh- like, she's also to blame. And, like, all- and then I was like, oh, my God. Like, I cannot. And so... Anyways, she ended up crying, white woman tears. Those make me laugh. I I mean, I didn't feel bad for her at all. White women tears are my favorite. They're like a delicacy, but not really because they do them so often, but like (laughs) a thrill, a thrill. So if I would have been there, I was like, keep crying, girl, because you just... (laughs) You're just giving me, it's like rejuvenating me, you know? Let let me get under you on bathe under your I know. Let me (laughs) let me collect these real quick for when I need them. When I need some. (laughs) I'm so bad. Literally today I was watching a show and a white woman was crying. And it was she was gay, but I was like, I have I have less sympathy for white queers. No. And I was laughing. And my best friend was just like, why are you laughing at this white woman? I was just like, I just think white tears are so hilarious. Like, so now, you know, don't, it's, it's a good thing. Make them cry, Evelyn. Yeah, they need to. I was going to say, the first thing that came to my mind was like, let's have these cute two little bias meetings and (laughs) be done. And also like, why are they called bias meetings? Call them racism meetings. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's call, call them what they interventions. Are. Let's call yeah. them what they are. Yes. Yeah. Racist intervention time. Get in the office, y'all. Like, it's time to call out your whiteness. Let's do it. Like, why are we calling it a bias meeting? Okay. I mean, I guess the other stuff is included too. But really, bitch, you're being yeah. racist. That's what's going on. It's not a bias. It's your racist ass. Yeah. Ass. Yeah. Well, anyways, it's been a mess ever since then. 
the tension still there. Um, and we haven't had any like full staff meetings because like my ED's like, I don't want to like put everyone else like into these like meetings when they're like being harmed by this person. And I don't know, there's stuff happening, but I'm just like. You can't just like avoid it. You can't now just be like, let's leave. Let's not meet because of the racist. Like, right. You need to get rid of the racist so that everybody now feels safe in the space. Like, Mm -hmm. if there's somebody that's like making spaces unsafe for folks, then that means that you need to get rid of folks, you know? Like, Mm -hmm. oh, I agree with that mm -hmm. completely. I was just like, that's why I told my ED, I was like, okay, like, this is ridiculous. Cause first of all, like, why do we have to be the ones to leave this bullshit like situation? (laughs) Anyways, things are happening, I guess. I don't really know. But um, it's been a mess fun but see at least y'all had bias meetings so I'll give my grad school update insert here because I don't know if I told you how I called out these bitches for leaving the labor the intellectual labor on oh yeah Mm -hmm. so no conversation right posted this like the start of a conversation and then nothing happened but then like my friends started to grow more and more impatient because like these white women in one of their presentations with the only other in, like with the only international student in our program and this is a black woman um they made her say that poverty was uh one of the factors that led to gun violence and the other one that we you know they just breeze through is racial inequity so i was just like so now you said that the black and brown folks and the poor folks are the ones that are using guns and causing gun violence Mm -hmm. oh yeah you told me this i remember yeah when we met up yeah and so i was just like what the fuck is this right and then recently for one of our because for thanksgiving break we had class like asynchronously so for one of our classes we had to do like a discussion post and basically like uh, my professor was just like what do you think about the what is that boy's name Ritterhouse the oh yeah written white supremacist trial yeah the white dude I don't, know. I don't even know what his name There's is so many of them I don't even fucking know um you can't but keep track the you really can't to, you really can't white men be out here just mm-hmm. you know I wish they could see my face I wish the listeners could really see my facial expressions but like <laughs> So the professor was just like, you know, like, how do you like, let's think about mental health when we think about decisions like this, like, because these decisions communicate a lot to students, right, especially students of color. So like, how do you keep up with your mental health, but then also assisting your students with mental health, right? I'm in a higher ed program, if people forgot, uh, for our listeners out there. Um, And so like, everybody, like all of the people of color were being really, really intentional And, you know, like we were like, you know, it's really hard for us to think about mental health when like a lot of the times like POCs like are left to survive on a lot of these spaces. Like we are not centered when it comes to safety. And I was just like, but then my my discussion post later said that I was just like, if you think that this decision was the correct decision, like do not speak to me. 
if your family thinks that he deserved to be innocent, like, do not speak to me. Like, I am tired of allowing racists to think that it's okay to be racist. So I was just like, do not engage with me. Like, if you mm-hmm. think this was okay, if your parents think it's okay, like, yeah. you're about to sit at a family dinner and sit with people that think this is okay. I was just like, it's mm-hmm. no longer a matter of like, agree to disagree. Like, this is a matter of people's lives. So I was just like, do not engage with me. Do not talk to me. And so like everybody, like all of the other, like um, I had like a lot of women of color in my cohort um, or I have a good amount. I have three. And so like, we're all like backing each other up. Right. And tell me why, tell me what one of these white women was just like, yeah, I feel really, this is my white woman voice. I feel really passionate about (laughs) stuff like this because yeah, I watch true crime. Bitch, what the fuck? What does true crime have to do with everything? What the fuck? She's like, yeah, I feel very passionate about stuff like this because I watch true crime. What? What? (laughs) That's like, that's like, that's this is the same white woman that said that she understood the struggles of native american students because she was a woman oh my no this is like like i can't (laughs) this is what what i'm dealing i swear they like romanticize like people on crime talk like i swear sometimes they like romanticize like violent i'm like like why like why though but it's also like it's really interesting how you want to think about like what is happening right now as something that you just engage with with your funny little podcast you know like like if it had no real implications like and that's what I feel like the real problem with white people is is that they think that everything exists in a vacuum Mm-hmm. and nothing can affect other things like oh how does this case affect you if you weren't even involved I'm like bitch because this this decision is telling people is telling white folks that it's okay to kill people just mm-hmm. randomly because that's what happened you know what I mean so I'm just like she really attributed this to her fucking little podcast that she listens to and I was just like here we are being a spectacle to you again and so after that, it's just led to a series of call outs, um, all of which are being like dodged and weaved because nobody's talking about them, right? We're over here like typing away, like y'all racist bitches. And then nobody says anything. Like it stays in the discussion post. And I'm like, okay, this is a fun time. Not really, but I guess we're just here. So that's how, that's how a grad school has been going for me. I... I'm so sad. Yeah, Yeah, that sucks. My last discussion post for my history class was a dear white people in my class post. Um, it was a good time. It was a good time. I was just like, I'm tired. Y'all bitches need to stop talking to me. Um, it was at the white professor too, because at first it was just like at the white people in my class, at the white students in my class. But then I was just like, no, bitch, you need to hear this too. Mm -hmm. Um because I'm just like it's just so tiring at like how much like white folks just think that they can run around and do whatever the fuck they want like at the national level right that is being like accepted by like the supreme court but then also just like at your job and like at school like it's just everywhere and it's just so tiring I'm just like white people are the real menace everywhere everywhere Mm -hmm. yeah so they're the ones perpetrating the violence for the most part like hello history exactly, <laughs> exactly. Hello, history. 
I love that you were saying, I love that you're not settling and you're not like putting up with it. And you're just like, nope, nope, not today, Satan, not today. Like, that's, yeah. that's great. And I hate the, I hate the phrase, agree to disagree. Me too. Because like, no, I can't disagree with you being okay with a bigot or a rapist. Like, no, like, exactly. Like, mm-hmm. What? No, like, no, 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 no. Like, I hate it. And I don't, and my, like, families do it too. I'm not even excluding just, mm-hmm. I'm not saying white people, I'm saying everybody when they do that shit. Yep. I'm like, you're problematic as fuck because you're supporting it. Or you are, you're believing in it. I can't be your friend and agree to disagree. Nope. Not on those fundamental levels. <clears throat> white people do though all the fucking time. They be friends with whoever, you know? I'm just like, I can't, I can't deal with you. Are your classes going better, Evelyn? No. (laughs) No, no, they are not. Well, okay, like I said last time, my cohort's like mostly white. There's only two of us that are people of color. So it's a struggle, but also kind of like validating in some way too, because I'm like, oh, like I know actually more than you, so... Ooh, I like, figured that out too. White people mm-hmm. are kind of dumb, y'all. Yeah, it's true. I, it's true. I'm like, how did you get into this program? Like, exactly. Like, what are you Nettle. like? This is like Nettle. basic stuff. I feel like so. No, yes, dude. Like, literally, we were doing class presentations, and these bitches are doing stuff about FERPA, and then I'm just like, we're gonna take. I'm gonna use Foucauldian analysis on language to think about the ways that we've been engaging in cosmetic diversity, and these bitches are. Like, yeah, I'm looking at FERPA. What the fuck? Like, what the fuck? Like, where is the critical thinking? The um, the flavor, you know, mm-hmm. like FERPA? <clears throat> FERPA. Nice sazon. Nice sazon. And Sounds they're just bland everywhere. I've, I've come to see this too. Like, it's not just about food. It's just that you just bland. Like, you just bland everywhere. Mm-hmm. They haven't had to try hard. It's the thing. Like, they just have not had to try hard. So that's when you get, like, that mediocrity, right? Like, so I love that this part just came up because the first thing I thought about is, like, why people have such boring conversations. I don't like talking to them because it's so, mm-hmm. it's so flat. And not that I have to engage in a critical conversation about race or, like, intersectionality or, like, no. But, like, every time I talk to them, I'm just, like... Mm-hmm is this actually entertaining? Like sometimes I'll engage because I've learned to kind of navigate that world where I can actually survive. Yeah, code switch. Like, yeah. So I've learned to like enter those conversations, but then it's so, like you guys were saying, bland. Like it was so like, this is what we're talking about. We're talking about like this, this is like this shirt for 20 minutes. Like it's, it's got no fucking depth. And I'm like, is it because you don't want to think about things? Or because you got nothing to think about since nothing's ever happened to you. <laughs> I think it's the latter, dude. Like, mm-hmm. I genuinely don't think that white people know how to talk to people who who are not white. Because even in these conversations that I've had to try to have with the white kids in my class, like, they don't know how to talk about race. Mm-mm. Or like, where's anything. The depth? Exactly. Where's the, like, yeah, it's all very superficial. It's like, thinking. oh, let's like, talk about like what white privilege is. I'm like, 
they know what it is they experience yeah. it they benefit from it like what do you mean let's talk about what it is no let's talk about the harms that it causes and how we need to fucking yeah, check it let's like, take it mm-hmm. to the graduate level and say this is what white privilege is y'all should know and then how it actually harms people of color in our fucking higher ed administration like in our fucking systems of education like isn't that what you're there for? You're a fucking grad student. I'm sorry. Go back and get your undergrad degree in that fucking degree. Like, if you're talking about it in that such fucking basic way, like what? Yeah. <clears throat> Another thing I noticed about my cohort is that they complain a lot. That's a, a lot oh, over that's a- little things. I'm just so- like, I'm like, really? Like you just struggling because you never had to struggle, huh? Like, I'm just like, wow. <laughs> like, it's insane to me. I'm like, so. I've noticed también that complaining is a big part of white people conversations. It's like Girl. really interesting. And I know that I feel like it's just it's just like part of what they do. I went to like a parade like a little while ago with, you know, whatever. And there was white people behind us talking and they spent like 30 minutes talking about a com- like about one lady complaining about something else. And I was just like, why is it still happening? Like, are you guys not done with the topic? And like, why? Oh, and my other theory is that, well, we have, this is a real proof theory, how when white women make themselves victim for everything. That's why they complain because they're making themselves mm-hmm. a victim for any fucking victimhood they can hold on to. Like, oh, it's todo lo que that. hace. It's todo mm-hmm. lo que hace. Les encanta. Oh, William. yeah. Encanta, That's like... what's happening in my work right now with those, like, mm-hmm. they're like, oh, we're so upset. <laughs> I'm like no. you're upset yeah you're upset exactly i'm like the the caucasity of it all True. like because these white women when i called them out the first time the one that the the first that led to the cascade of events right these bitches were mad and i'm just like honey i didn't even say racist i didn't even use that word i said we need to reflect on our privileges that's what i said i didn't even say racist i could have been mean as fuck but these women have been so pressed. That girl, Riley, that's her name. I don't give a fuck. Call me. <laughs> meet, meet me after class, girl. Because we have some stuff to talk about. But this girl is, has just been angry all semester. Does not talk to us. Does not even look at us. Does not acknowledge us. Like, homegirl, you're Aww. just, you're just pulling you not your- make it white and, like, center her in your healing? Did you not <sighs> think of her girl? when they- did you not send to her comfort? Pobrecita. I know, I, pobrecita. So I should I should do better. I should be a better person. I should okay. be a better person. <laughs> you but are now- a good person. <laughs> you are a fucking great person. Thank you. Me and my cohorts <laughs> now call it like um resistive bullying, like bullying with a purpose, bullying with a cause, <laughs> critical bullying. And you know, I'm all for it. White people need to be bullied more. I mm-hmm. honestly. Like, I know that there's a lot of conversations out there about the effectiveness of cancel culture, but if you really think about it nowadays, whether it's genuine or not, people are like, fuck, I don't want to get canceled. And no matter to what degree, people are at least being like, fuck, should I really say that? Because I'm going to get canceled. I know it's not effective in all realms, but like, violent, like fear, making them scared mm-hmm. in that way, I'm like, it's working to some degree. Yeah. It might not be effective for the overall, but like at least they're they're shaking in their boots a little, you know. Mm-hmm. A little I'm bit. okay with being canceled. I probably get canceled all the time. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
I'm like, oh, you cancel me? That's fine. Next bitch. Like, I don't have to talk to you anymore. <laughs> we don't got to pretend to like each other in the office. Good. Cancel my ass. Bye. Like, mm. you want to cancel me? Pff, okay. <laughs> that means I don't have to fucking deal with yes. your ass. <laughs> You're like, good. I didn't want to talk to you anyway. Pues. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Anyway. Are you still working on finals, Evelyn? No, I'm done. I oh, had I my paper you. done the 6th. I had to ask for an extension, but I was done on the 6th. Mm. My last paper is due on the 13th, so I'm I'm, I'm going to write it on Sunday. <laughs> That's literally what I did. I was like, oh, I'm going to take that weekend to like, write mm-hmm. it, and uh, then I'm going to be done. So yeah. See, at least you're doing it a day before. And I was like, of. I was like, um, it's due su- Monday on midnight. Cool. Starts at like 8 p.m. <laughs> Not 8 p.m. I can't, I, I can't do that to myself. It I was like, I cannot. Anxiety. Yeah, like I can't deal with the That's anxiety. That's what keeps me going. The anxiety mm. keeps me awake. And mm. I keep typing that bitch. I'm a very procrastinator. Procrast- like, I could write, by the end of grad school, I could write 10 page essays in like four hours. <laughs> like that same day that they would do because we got so fucking good at writing essays that I was like cool I'll start later let's go to the bar you're like it's fine I'll sober up with- I'll be fine I'll be good to write this paper I'm yep so- hey I passed I'm so- you're like I got my degree yep. it's all good it's somewhere right that's fair hey that's what matters that's yeah what matters yeah. the point is you guys are much better than I was at the grad Surprise. Good job. Good job, you two. Yeah, I don't know how long that's going to stay for. So I'm not even going to say anything. I'm like, Dang. that's how it went this term. We'll see. Mm-hmm. And I think that for me, something that's upsetting about thinking about closing the semester is that I know these white people are going to, people are going to get A's as well. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, but you don't. For you- trying. you. <laughs> I'm just Sorry. like because th- these white people in my class they gave no critical you know in-depth or depth like conversation I'm just like these essays are probably going to be trash so I'm just like but we're still going to get the same grade and I was just like that was pissing me off and I was just like hmm it was unmotivating yeah it was yeah. really unmotivating this me. one guy in my cohort was like <laughs> for one of his like for one of our first papers was like he didn't even spell check and like he was like saying in our little like whatsapp group mm-hmm. that he's like oh I got my paper back like he suggested that I like run it through a spell checker but I still got an okay grade I was like <laughs> I yeah I was like okay here I am slaving away <laughs> Like, literally, like, I was telling, because I work for faculty, for three faculty members, um, and I was just like, I'm so stressed about this paper, like, I need it to be perfect, and they're like, don't overwork yourself, because it's just like, everybody's gonna get the same grade, you know, and it's just like, they're just like, invest your time in papers that you feel like something's gonna come out of them, whether you're gaining a lot of information, because they're gonna help you professionally or practitioner-wise, or because you want to get it published but it's just like they were just like focus on your mental health and like getting what you want to learn out of classes you know so that's why I feel like I'm just like 
it really discouraged me the whole thing but then I like at the bottom I wrote a note to my professor and I was just like I want to publish this paper so make that happen because white people can make shit happen and I'm just like yeah, at this point can, I just need to I just mm-hmm. need to let you know what I need from you so that you can give me what I need because yeah, obviously exactly. content wise they weren't giving me what I needed because you know the my the the identities that exist in the margins are always special topics you know we perpetually exist as special topics on mm-hmm. syllabi so I was just like I know you're not going to give me what I need intellectually so at least let me pack my cv with whatever resources you can give yeah. me or like connect me to people that are yep. at, like can I can have conversations with <laughs> yep tokenize yourself correctly y'all that's the point of grad school <laughs> I love that though because I do love when that I was an undergrad like I was just like who am I to be this brown little girl who's asking people for stuff but then I'm like fuck no I, someone's paying for me to come here not me because I was on scholarship but someone's paying for me to be here like I need to take advantage of it so with my master's program I'm just like I just need to start telling people what I need and then if it happens it happens if it doesn't it doesn't but that way I'm like I I try to utilize this same that's i'm like i'm gonna use the writing center i'm like who's this person that i need (laughs) exactly like yeah i'm just like i need to connect with people know more people and be like hey this is what i want to do because white people do it all the time yeah like no les la pena i feel like that's what for me like always holds me back like la pena de que oh like estas pdp de cosas or like you keep asking for these things but i'm just like no that's what they're there for you know Mm -hmm. so yeah Yeah. but on non-school news um I have Mm -hmm. a boo now you know the streets were not for me like committed boo yeah I have a girlfriend oh shit I just saw you like two like a whole month ago (laughs) yeah I started talking to them maybe like a week week and a half after you came um yeah and well their family lives in Fort Worth which is like an hour away from me um like we matched on tinder I'm giving y'all our little a little story um but we matched on tinder and they were here for like a week but I unfortunately was dealing with the fucking drama of my fucking class you know I was drained so I never replied back of like because they wanted to take me dancing because that's like that's part of my bio I'm just like you'll catch my attention if you ask me out dancing and they were like, so when are we going to go dance? And I was just like, ooh, ooh. But I was I was a mess. So I didn't get to like go out with them. But they were like, I'm still interested in talking to you because they're from Boston. Like once I go back. And I was just like, okay, like we can text. Like that's fine. And then texting led to like FaceTiming all the time. And then we just started getting to know each other more and more. And they actually came to visit me this past weekend um wow. at the airport <gasps> and we spent like the weekend together um I met their family on that weekend and their mom kind of loved me wow I my own horn, of course I mean you know? I'm kind of like I look good on paper so parents love me <clears throat> you know and after we had lunch with their parents like they were like do you want to be my girlfriend and I was like yeah and in so, front of the parents no 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 we were in my oh. car okay i was gonna say uh no no like, no is this no, a no. proposal like what? no 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 like no, are no. you engaged now are you gonna be married <laughs> that's the truth no no no, no. <laughs> Damn, just... 
I know the last the last time I checked. But yes, now I have I have a boo. Um, I'm gonna go see them in January. I'm gonna spend like four days in Boston. Oh yeah. Cute. Okay. What's their name? Oh, okay. How, what they do for a living. Okay. Yeah. Pronouns, oh, that information. Okay. I don't remember if you said the pronoun. Okay, yeah, yeah. So their name's Mo. They are 28, about to be 29. Um, they use they them pronouns. Um, they're from Boston. Um, and they do like eye stuff. Like they work at like a hospital and they do like optometry stuff. Mm -hmm. we're both we both wear glasses so I'm just like I guess you know you can we can relate on that level um (laughs) they're like a little gamer they stream and stuff um yeah that's who that's a little bit about them you like the mature ones yeah Mm -hmm. I remember you (laughs) yeah I I I told y'all I have a type and that type is you know older than me (laughs) but yes um it'll be fun um they made like um this little google doc with our art our itinerary oh no um, and it's like, i love that that's I'm cute so happy right now that's i know adorable. that nerdy shit i, oh, I die for that and mm. exactly and they were just mm. like i'm sorry i'm like this and i'm just like what do you mean like this is like the cutest thing ever because they're like don't tell people and i was just like but that's one of the things that like i like about you like you're so like so they have it like planned out, like as you tell you. the entire part. Yeah, I, <laughs> I tell everybody. <laughs> They're like, "Don't tell anyone this." You're like, "Listen, but, like it's listeners. so cute. Like it's it's it shows that so is much adorable. effort, you know." And even like one of the like we're gonna go get coffee one of those days, and they made sure that the place had lavender coffee because that's my favorite coffee to drink. So I'm just like, how am I not going to share this when how like thoughtful? Exactly. How thoughtful? Okay, so are we gonna be bridesmaids or what? Are you gonna do the ceremony thing? <laughs> no, listen, have to be legal, but listen. Like, <laughs> we yeah, are very much gay. Like I, I got them a T-shirt with their favorite picture of me for Christmas. I already Aww. told them this, so it, and I don't think they'll listen to the podcast. I'm like, don't listen, but they'll probably still listen. Um it'll be so funny but um I got them like a shirt with like they're like their favorite picture of me so it's like Mm -hmm. my face on the shirt and they were like I'm gonna wear it to pride and I'm like yes that's cute y'all are hella gay I love it I know it's adorable and as a fellow academic nerd like that is like that's beautiful exactly i'm I'm just like yes fellow nerd make a document make a folder let's categorize this shit yeah yes i i'm very happy right now i love that (laughs) why you ashamed we're very proud of you exactly exactly very proud of them very very proud of them very excited for you and the cuteness of maria jose's life (laughs) yes and i was telling my cohort members i was just like hey y'all I'm no longer, I don't no longer belong to these streets. And they're like one city girl down. <laughs> I was like, I didn't like it over here. I didn't like it in the streets. I very much like to have a partner. I went six months being single. So that's been the longest I have been single for a long time. So the <laughs> streets are funny. lucky they had me for this long, you know? Yeah. They um, were like, but... oh, se nos fue. Se nos fue. <laughs> 
but I'll send y'all a picture. Uh, we took cute pictures when they were here. Oh, God. Okay, I'm excited. Please and yeah. thank you. Mm-hmm. Also, it's really interesting because this is the first time that I've dated somebody who's not Latine. Mm-hmm. What They're Cambodian. I'm the first like Latina person they date too. So it's interesting how like it's like the first. But yeah. And I got invited to the family party in Boston during my spring break. Like their mom invited me to like the party. And I was like, okay. Wow. Cute. They're not even a little homophobic. Like they're like all for the gay shit. Wow. Um, I don't know. Like I think like their mom isn't okay with like PDA stuff. Oh, but she's like mm. okay with like their mom. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But at least you're allowed to well i mean them. you're yeah invited yeah first time it, meeting them and they're like exactly. hey come exactly and like they live with their aunt and their grandma and like randomly they'll be like who are you talking to and yesterday they're like who are you talking to and most like my girlfriend and their aunt's like your friend or, or your girlfriend like your girl like your girlfriend or like your girlfriend and then most like my girlfriend my girlfriend <laughs> and it was just like so hilarious i was like oh <laughs> but it's so cute it's like- yeah it seems like they have a supportive family mm-hmm. to at least you know be able to exist <laughs> yeah and allow yeah. the partner to come like that's that's, yeah. that's still better than nothing exactly because we know i've been in some situations before mm-hmm. girl yes mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but very happy I'm gonna go see them. They were trying to come see me this weekend again, and I was like, "Baby, you can't okay? Be, you can't be coming down like that." Like, um, what you mean? Yeah. <laughs> um, please come more often. Like, what do you? Yes, mean? but like, no. I'm like every uh, other week. Okay, yes, Bente. Gonna... <laughs> You're just like all for it. Yes. Mm, yeah. yeah, trust. I would. Yes, I would love that. Yeah, it's long distance, but I feel like I told them that they're worth me like waiting for so. oh the door. <laughs> what was i gonna say so cute oh, shit i forgot what i was gonna say it's okay <laughs> christ <laughs> anyways ironically the earlier conversation of academia uh goes with the reading we chose yeah it really does <laughs> it's true so without us really going into details about the article we talked about a lot of things we probably would have mm-hmm. talked about when reviewing the article so mm-hmm yeah so what article did we read for <laughs> we read who do i have to forgive to move on from this place mediations from a third world feminist lesbian christy suarez mm-hmm. i feel that like and i read this the last time we recorded and it was during that time with the bs with these white women and it's just like i feel like one everybody should read this like, if you haven't read anything in the past, like, this is short, to the point, and I feel like it gives you a lot of, like, food for thought. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to say that, but... She reflects on a lot of things based mm-hmm. on conversations or interactions that she's had. Mm-hmm. And, she, and she also references a lot of, like, I also feel like a lot of good resources, like, like the work cited page has a lot of resources that then people can go and like learn more about Mm -hmm. I feel like something 
that like she talks a lot about is like the ways that like we work alongside white folks and like a lot of the questions that kept coming up for me is like how do I build coalitions with white people and like is it okay to not want to have coalitions with white people and mm-hmm. I feel that like after this reading like I don't necessarily think that I have an answer but I feel like that's something that as an academic I've been reflecting a lot on because I feel like the more that I exist on this earth the more I understand that like even allyship is performative so even progressive white people mm-hmm. are engaging in performativity or tokenization yeah so I'm just like I don't know what do y'all think how do we build coalitions with white people and is it okay to not want to which so I think it's funny because she we just spent like a good 20 minutes or 30 minutes talking about all this stuff right and we were not nice about it like at all Whereas, like, in this article, she's very nice. Yeah. (laughs) And by the end, I was like, you are still so nice about all this stuff. Like, why are you so nice? Like, nice. When was this published? But also, like, you're so nice, (laughs) (laughs) ma'am. Definitely. Right? And so I doubt it helped you in regards to what you were going through when you read it. Because you were like, nope yeah I was like "Mm -mm." and I also felt that like a lot of her responses given to like respectability politics right Mm -hmm. how to be proper how to be appropriate and I feel like respectability politics is basically just like rooted in whiteness where you're trying to make yourself palatable to white folks Mm -hmm. like you're still centering them in your ways of being like respectability is just respectability towards whiteness like you're not you're not centering folks you're centering whiteness and Mm -hmm. not to like shit on her because I felt like this gave me a lot of reflection and a lot of language that I didn't have prior but I'm just like I don't I don't believe in respectability politics like I'm gonna tell you how I feel like my mom simply said like sin pelos en la lengua like I'm I'm gonna let you know and I like I can't bite my tongue like that's the one thing I can't like I just and I refuse to now so I'm just like I don't know but you're right she was she was a little too nice (laughs) she really was she was giving them I think like a lot of credit and I was like I don't know if this is true (laughs) like I feel like you're giving them too much credit especially the white women you're giving white women too much credit yeah because if if the things were reversed they would not they would not do any of that they would immediately throw you under the bus like mm-hmm. the fuck like no and because yeah. they have like white women are one of the main reasons why black men are associated with criminals and rapists like mm-hmm. they're the ones that that created and have roots in that that picture being played of black men like yeah they are the reason that men of color in general are seen as dangerous And it's just like, even when we think about education, like white women were the ones who benefited the most out of affirmative action, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but their communities are the ones that fight so much against it. You know what I mean? So it's Mm -hmm. just like white women, white women. I can't, I don't trust them. I just cannot. I cannot. I'm like, I don't trust you. I think like until you prove me like Yannity I think has said in the past like until you prove me otherwise yeah then we'll see 
I think something that kept throwing me off was that she was trying kept saying the word decolonize. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was like that doesn't seem like what we're trying to do. So why are we using this word over and over and over? Yeah, it just it seems like it was sprinkled on there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't really appreciate that. I was like, ma'am, that's that's no, yeah. that's not what you're saying at all. You're talking about something else. Like, yeah, no, that's very true. Because I, I felt that, like, I wanted to understand the coalition building and the allyship part. Because mm-hmm. I was like, let me change my perspective. But I don't think it did. No. I mean, I'm all for coalition building. I think that's, like, one of the ways that, like, we're going to move towards liberation. But I think it's, like, specifically, and I don't have the answer either, but, like, coalition with white people. I'm like, mm, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how that looks like. And like the specific like quote that led me to being like, "Mm, "Girl, I don't know where we're going with this." In page on page seventy seven of this thing, it says, "So when Moraga makes sweeping statements about white women, it drives me crazy because she's erecting boundaries between people, but at the same time, she's echoing the little voice inside of me that thinks things like." Why did I sign up for a graduate class in, in, in the English department? These dry white people have no interest in talking about anything socially relevant. So that's why I'm just like, she's angry or she's upset or she's like, it makes me upset that people make these sweeping generalizations about white women. Mm, I, but, I remember that. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I'm just like, why, why aren't you more concerned with the ways that white folks talk about people of color? Because, like, white folks don't think twice to be, like, oh, all you Mexicans or mm-hmm. all you queer people, right? And I'm just, like, why is it that you have to have respect for them in a sense where you don't generalize them? Mm-hmm. Oh, all of a sudden we're individuals when it comes to you, but we're all one fucking type of person when it comes to us? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Makes like, no sense. You. Because it's also, but I also feel like within this little passage that I read, it also sort of showcases the ways in which like unlearning and decolonize yourself is a process because she has these two internal monologues right one that is angry at the fact that we're generalizing white women she wouldn't be happy with our conversation here today and then the second one that's just like but why am I here if these folks don't know how to engage with me and with issues that I see relevance but I don't know I'm like hmm yeah many moving pieces there's just yeah I mean I think that it's probably my feeling is probably like when they wrote it or like when she wrote it or they um it it does give me that air of like palatability so I feel like in some ways maybe like the first draft of this like thing was like really angry and like they got feedback of like mm, I don't know maybe you shouldn't be so angry so oh I don't God. know like it makes me wonder about like that process of like you know getting like feedback on like something like that and have it to like tone it down so that it could be published dude so we have never read anything authentic <laughs> what do you mean <laughs> we've never read anything authentic like angry people of color in higher academia because all their shit has been 
Yeah, I mean, um, it gets uh, it gets edited. And... It gets sprinkled through the whiteness, and then we get this blob. But I think that like a lot of like I think that that's what happened here. I don't think that that happens with like all scholars of color because it's just like some folks not all are scholars of color. Yeah, because people are and a lot of them because I yeah. feel like that's the filtering thing has been a thing for since I mean obviously it's been a thing since the sixties, fifties, eighties. Like even Ansaldúo's work was like very much filtered, probably. Yeah. Right. So like, anyways, that's what's in my head. Cry. <laughs> yeah, I mean, all of yeah, I mean, historically, like journal uh, journal articles, right? Like, mm-hmm. are peer reviewed by white people, mm-hmm. right? And so I would imagine that it does get filtered down quite a bit, depending on what you're saying and what you're not saying. <laughs> so imagine how cool it would be to have her on the podcast and ask her questions. I'm I know we should be like, listen, people. when you said this, what do you mean? <laughs> what did you mean? Are you angry now? Yeah. How are you I more angry? <laughs> yes. Give me an answer. Cause um, it ain't adding up over here. You are we here have- to redeem yourself. <laughs> we give you the mic here you go here's the space not one of our mics because they no. suck <laughs> yeah we can't provide no. technology yeah we'll yeah. provide the space we'll send you the invite <laughs> <laughs> but it would be fun i'm gonna start emailing some of these people that we have on like the other ones to see if we could or even if it's like an email like an email response yeah I think we're gonna become a drag podcast essentially i mean weren't we already though i know i was gonna say we kind of are just in general but welcome to the show everybody like welcome to what you signed up for exactly you were given these warnings at the beginning i don't know what the fuck you exactly they knew what they were signing up for it's fine okay okay but i we're coming up on like a little over like we're like seven minutes towards an hour like oh. to an hour um i don't know what y'all want to close off on did we cover everything we there's still more we could talk about in this reading it has a lot of stuff mm-hmm. it yeah, does have a lot of stuff but i feel like we did kind of mm-hmm. everything that we talked about yeah. kind of ties into it yeah as like experiences in grad school mm-hmm. yeah except for the you know the other cheese man <laughs> i know i know oh yeah okay. maybe we should close with what is one thing you feel that white people need to take from today's conversation? Because I feel that like (laughs) something that happens is that white people try to use the excuse that nobody models behavior for them and nobody tells them what people expect of them. So I'm just like, what do we expect out of them? Ooh, one or one thing that pisses you off that white people do. <laughs> I have a long list. So I, know, be a I, like, I mean, I was like, that's like five different things. But, I don't but know it could be, to... we could have a segment at end it. What is something that white people do that piss you off? Oh, write these down. Write these down. Yeah. Put them in the document. <laughs> okay, we will put them in a document. The one I have for today, though, is you should not be expected to be applauded for the bare fucking minimum educating yourself on the struggles of minoritized people is not enough yes and i should not have to applaud you for being fucking decent and aware mm-hmm. that's mine for today because it pissed yeah. me off when they're like mm, i've been doing the work of unlearning yeah bitch do better so 
that's the one yeah for today one thing that I don't like is that when something happens right within like the racial justice movement or something comes to light they just start reading like they join book clubs and like that's (laughs) the work that they're doing um very upsetting to me (laughs) don't invade spaces I'm like why why like reading a book is not enough like that is not enough (laughs) and and listening to this podcast is not enough either bitches go right you have to act if your allyship does Mm -hmm. not come with action it's not it don't we don't want it go be uncomfortable like we have been for the last something a thousand years mm-hmm. go be in spaces where you obviously don't belong because it wasn't made for you and then sit in your uncomfort and learn your shit and don't come crying to us about it cry to somebody else cry to cry to each other right cry, mm-hmm. cry right. to your hierarchy of the ones who are already good mm-hmm. at this and have them fucking teach you and they will teach you because they know that they have to teach you not us exactly mm-hmm. exactly and collect the white tears and then you can you can mail them to maria jose yeah. <laughs> mail them to mj <laughs> she makes Just, rose water with it and yeah puts it on her face before she goes to sleep it's what she remains so young. young yeah exactly it keeps me young <laughs> she's actually the oldest one here she's like in her 40s but she looks like this exactly look at me i look like i'm 24 exactly <laughs> That's so specific. <laughs> it's because that's my real age. That's the only number I could come up with. I was like, number, number, 24. You could have said 25, you I know. know. I could have. <laughs> that's the only number that entered my brain besides three. And I was just like, that wasn't supposed to. <laughs> um, have better conversations, white folk. Please, and if you're gonna talk to us, at least have fun conversations with us. Right. I'm so tired of the bland, bland ass conversations mm-hmm. of look at my shoes that I got that one and that one sale, and then complain about the sale. Like, no, please yeah. use your brains. Try to engage in things. When you ask, "How are you?" actually mean it right oh that's a good mm-hmm. one that's a good one yeah <laughs> don't don't be like hi how are you and then i'm telling you and you're like oh mm, okay and then walk it's away engages why did you ask me you obviously or they proceed to like me. talk about themselves mm-hmm. like yeah let me tell listen. you about me yeah oh it's like oh i did that once <laughs> i don't give a fuck if you did it once i'm talking about me so how about you comment on me first? Like, oh my God, that's amazing. Here's three more sentences. And then you can talk about yourself. Exactly. If I ask how you're doing. If I don't, don't talk to me. Exactly. <laughs> also, if you are making somebody do labor, whether it's intellectual, emotional. Them. Or, uh, exactly. Mm-hmm. Especially if these are women. Especially if these are Black women. Especially if these are trans Black women. Like, we need mm-hmm. to do better at compensating folks at all levels. Um, mm-hmm. yes. And make sure that the white folks that have money, that you not only post mutual aids on your Instagram story, but you're actually donating to them. Mm-hmm. Because that posting going to do shit for people. And if you have money, you should be continuing. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I Awareness know is not enough anymore. Awareness exactly. is not enough. No. Do something. It's been too long. We get tired of your asses. We're no longer Like, we now. don't need no more, like, black squares on social media. Uh-uh. Performativity. Yep. 
Nope. We don't do that. No and more. stop taking pictures with African children in Africa, you oh assholes. Oh my god, the white saviorism. I cannot. <laughs> stop with the white saviorism. If you're in edu- if you're in education or higher education for the white saviorism, please leave. Please quit now. Go find mm-hmm. another job. Mm-hmm. Stop mm-hmm. it. Stop it because gross. Mm-hmm. Also, don't join AmeriCorps programs. Those are so harmful to communities. Yeah. Um, yep. Teach for America is so harmful. Like, let's not, let's, let's just not, let's just not do that no more. Thank you for coming to our TED Talk. <laughs> yes. <laughs> On the next roast. <laughs> <laughs> we shall I have men. Men. <laughs> We come we, for you. <laughs> you're next. You're next. <laughs> this is so healing, though. I love talking it really to you about. Yeah, it makes me. It makes me feel lighter. Like I don't have all this shit. These white people make me angry. Like, and guess what? Como like this little ball, you know, that I have to start dragging around with all this shit white people be saying, and it's mm-hmm. everywhere. I'm like, I'm tired of that. So thank y'all for allowing me to like leave that shit over there. Um. And I enjoy this. I enjoy the shit talking. Mm-hmm. Oh, you said what too. else do people do? I don't understand. I don't understand. I don't know. See, there's a fine line between white people complaining and then us roasting their asses, you know? Because it's like it's not the same. Because I feel like a white person can come up and be like, well, all y'all do is talk shit about white people. But I'm just like, but it's to teach you a lesson. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's still a purpose behind it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's your fucking purpose? Mm-hmm. What's like your fucking lesson? It's designed mm-hmm. for you. I agree. In a way, we're still helping you. It- we're just saying the things nobody says to your fucking face mm-hmm. every fucking five minutes. Also, because they only have white friends. Mm-hmm. Also, so if you're white, don't tokenize people. At, just to have them as your friend. Like, oh yeah, don't, don't do that. Don't, don't just do that. To, no, that's ugly. That's real ugly not hot at all white people are also just not cute <laughs> i feel like i've said that before and i've made fun of my partner for this because when we first met i'm just like you date white chicks like that's who <gasps> and i was just there like have you and never dated or like i was like i've never even paid attention to a white woman ever in my life like I've never been attracted to one like I've never even wanted to entertain one I just find them I just and I kept telling this to my partner I was just like I feel like me and white people are just fundamentally so different that I never see myself finding somebody who I would like it would have to be somebody who really like they would really have to try but like not even try like succeed yeah Mm -hmm. because white women just be turning me off all the way not for me i know i told myself that i i wanted to but no <laughs> you wanted to try it those were hopeful days those don't exist anymore yeah, I'm like, <laughs> yeah. you're like no grad school mm-hmm. kills hope for you all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know, I know. if there was ever any white woman interested in me know that i would never give you a chance not that i you're like that, don't even try don't, don't even, even look try my, well now you know i have a boo but even if i didn't please do not look in my direction white people i tell y'all 
I forgot how we got here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not just because of my state, but you know, just generally. I was like, we were you? trying to we were trying to close the podcast. Right. With, that's what we were doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But uh, but we could do our little closing here, you know. Um, thank you all for sharing in the space with us. Um, this is always a fun time. Um, I hope that y'all are following us on our Instagram. Um, if white people have something to say to us, you know, our email is always open. Our DMs are always open on IG. Mm-hmm. Um, if y'all need my personal social media handles, we could offer those on the Instagram. Because what we're not scared of here is discussion. Mm-hmm. Um, we're pretty, I'm pretty sure we, we're tagged. In we're tagged in, yeah. Oh, we so, were tagged in something? Yeah, and the when I first posted the picture of us, the three of us. Uh-huh. Through the No Palabras one, yeah, we're tagged in that. It's on our IG, yeah. It's oh, like co-hosts, oh, 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 oh. and then yeah. it has our handles. My tag yeah. is on there. Yes, if if y'all need, ever need want to engage in discussion, let us know. Also, pay her if you want to. Yeah, engage and yes. discuss it. Okay, yeah. pay, pay all, of all of us. Yeah, pay okay, all of us. but pay all of us. We shall make a Venmo. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. But you know, follow us. For those of you that are avid listeners, make sure that you're not gatekeeping us and you're sharing us with your friends because we have a good old time over here being critical and talking shit about white folks. But like in a meaningful way, like we're trying to disrupt systems of power over mm-hmm. here. You know, and like me and my cohort members say, we're doing intentional bullying over here. And everything we do is political. Yep. I was going to say, who wants to sing our outgoing song? What is our outgoing song? I don't know. Just make one up. (laughs) (laughs) We start singing. (laughs) I was listening to today while I was eating my food. (laughs) I'm so sorry. Or, you know, the song that's like going viral on TikTok, the what a different like moving thing yeah, so funny those kill me every time i saw one where there was this kid dressed up as chucky oh, i saw one too. Yeah, i think i've seen that one and he's going like this <laughs> i love it so much oh my god okay i'm a i'm a do we say did we already say goodbye yeah, bye everybody. Bye, bye everyone. Bye. We kind of, yeah, see y'all next yes. time. <laughs> see y'all next time here at No Palabras Podcast, where we are a veces sin palabras, pero siempre palabreando con amor. <laughs>